And welcome back to America's Most Unwanted If you don't know by now You're rocking with your host Who always does the most Avenue Q And, and the boys Magic I'm of here Of course of course, I got him in the building with me, so I bring the energy, y'all. <laughs> so we we've been going for a little bit, man. We uh took a little took a little hiatus, but we're you know we're back back with our with our home fan base. I missed y'all. We missed y'all, man. We missed y'all. You know, even though it ain't been that long, we missed y'all. But you know, in, th- in that short time, a lot has happened. Oh yes, a lot has happened mm-hmm. in the country. In all aspects, sports, yeah, sports, um, oh, the political scene. I mean, it, it's been a lot going on, man. But you know, we're gonna open up with our usual. Right now, we got the the Celtics and the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics are on the verge of elimination. I had the Celtics winning this, man. I had the Celtics going going seven games. You man, you heard my last prediction, it was, man. It, begrudgingly though, it was it was. Uh, I, I didn't want to pick the Celtics, but you know. I had them. I had the Celtics going to five, man. But just as you see, ain't happening. Now, I mean, Jimmy Butler is the star of the Miami Heat, but the other guys has has been the, the key factors. Tyler Hero last game, mm, 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 mm. man, special, special. Yeah, second player. What they say? Second player. First player was what? Magic Johnson. Yeah, he's the second at that age. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I I like Tyler Hero. 
No. I think I think it's more than just Tyler Hero though. I mean, he won that game last game. No? Duncan Robinson, he did, he did, he did. Duncan Robinson hitting tough shots. Bam out of bio, I think is defective. I think he's the key. Yeah, during this series, yeah, and all is. of in this series, in this series, mm-hmm. I think I think Bam out of bio is is the is the key factor. He's leading the defense. I mean, he he's defending the top guys. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere. Making making he, he making some good shots too. You know what I'm saying? He getting some lobs, you know. He getting to the basket. I mean, he he can create his own shot. Not with the best of them before, you know, for a for a for a couple year player, three, four year player, he, he can create his own shot with the with the with the with the best upcoming young stars, I believe. At his position, yeah. At his position, at yeah. his position, yeah. He's doing position. good. Right? He's showing he doing, who he is at this point. Yeah. That's what he should do at the um playoff point. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, we also have the Denver Nuggets on the verge of elimination once again. Down three one, they have been down three one this whole entire playoffs, and they have found a way to fight back. I actually love Denver, man. I was high on Denver, and I don't think that they're going to win this series, obviously. But I, I've been really high on Denver, even if they do lose this series. I'm, I'm gonna say even if they do, because you never know what can happen. Even if they do lose this series, they should walk away with their heads very, very high. As a Laker fan and seeing what Denver have been doing, I don't know. Man. I'm kind of I'm scared, man. Three one, we know what they can do, but we not the Clippers, so I'm cool. Right, right. So <laughs> Clipper Dale. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm lost for words about the Clippers, man. I don't even want to backtrack on the Clippers. I mean, the whole world know what has happened with the Clippers. <laughs> so I mean, I, I don't I don't really want to get into Clipper Nation, Clip Nation, Playoff P. <laughs> you know I, I don't want to get Pandemic into them, but P, that's what that is. <laughs> Pandemic P, man. Pandemic P, man. I, I don't want to get into that, but you know. Actually, let's get into it. Oh yeah, let's get into the Clippers. <laughs> let's get into the Clippers. So they were front runners. Oh yes, they were the best team on paper. Overly hyped. Overly hyped. They, they've been the best team in basketball on paper. How can you be the best team in basketball? And blow a 3-1 lead. On paper. But no, what I'm saying is on paper. You didn't prove anything, but you're the best team in basketball. Yeah. What's going on? But y'all the best team in basketball on? I think that, that, Paper. You hear that? That guy in Paul George's head, oh, yeah, we could do anything. We the best. But the backtrack... At the end of the series, once the series was over, the back check was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The well, we didn't think we, you know, we were championship or bust. Anyway, I'm mad that he said that. Like, I'm really, I'm disappointed in Paul George this year. Very disappointed. Along Very with disappointed. The, along with along with you know basketball fans all over. That 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 knows Paul George or that knows his game. I won't say that knows him, but knows him as a basketball player. I think a lot of us are very disappointed with Paul George because he let the it, media get to his head. Not only did he let the media get to his head, he let the bright lights get to his head. But you've been held to this standard as one of the best players in the league, especially at the position. I think the small forward position is is probably other than point guard. That's probably like the second most toughest position in the league right now. Yeah. I can agree with so, you on that one. For him being listed as, as the top three or four guys at that position, you've been, you know, letting us down, killing us softly for the last three, four years. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, 
once again, you you've shown why teams aren't so high on you. Yeah, you know mm. why Indy was kind of quick to let you go a little bit. Yeah, Indy was why. quick to let you go. I could I could kind of see why. You know what I mean? Mm. I could kind of see why Paul George isn't that guy that's going to take you over the hump. No. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. It wasn't just Paul George that had a meltdown in that playoffs for the Clippers. Oh, no. In this playoffs for the Clippers, I mean. It definitely wasn't mm. just Paul George. You know, Kawhi, Kawhi, had, Kawhi didn't show up in Game 7 at all. at all. Kawhi didn't show up in Game 7. You know, I think Montrezl Harrell was the leading scorer in that Game 7. But mm-hmm. your boy, how, how far is that going to get you? Who? Lou Will. Lemon Pepper Lou. <laughs> I, <laughs> Lemon Pepper Lou I'm going to call him Icewing Lou man Because he, he mm, 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 mm. I, I don't know I don't know what happened with Lou But Stay away from Magic City <laughs> Doc with the coaching What's going during, on During the pandemic I, I don't know what happened with that one Doc <sighs> I like Doc man I ain't got nothing bad to say about Doc Speaking of Coaches right there How you feel about the Bulls uh, Hollering uh, Billy Donovan Oh I actually thought that that was a good pickup. I actually thought that was a good pickup because he can he can develop young guys. I like how he developed. I mean, I thought Doc that I thought Doc was developing SGA kind of good. Mm-hmm. I thought Doc was doing a pretty good job. But being that they did trade him for him to transition from Doc right into Billy Donovan, who coached an MVP, uh, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook yeah. yeah, you know, for him to transition right into that and. Ascend his game You know Even further mm-hmm. I thought I thought Billy Donovan did a pretty good job With that So I mean not only with Billy Don- I mean not only with SGA He got a couple other young guys Over there too uh, Ferguson That yeah. I like I like mm-hmm. Ferguson um, Even Even a vet like Like Steven uh, Adams Steven Adams But mm-hmm. I wasn't even talking I'm talking about point guards Or point oh, guards point Shooting guards, guards. Uh, What's his name Dennis Schroeder yeah, I like how he plays mm-hmm. under Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan him playing young. I mean, he's he's a scrappy guard anyway. But I like how he played under that system with Billy Donovan. Yeah, I think he helped further. I thought that Chris Paul was going to have the year he was going to have because he had so much doubt towards him. Yeah, but I thought Billy Donovan, his schemes, how he used Chris Paul throughout the year, mm-hmm. I thought that unlocked another game to Chris Paul's. Yeah, he proved a lot of people wrong this year. So. I thought that you know that the schemes and, and how how Billy Donovan used them helped unlock Chris Paul's game at, at the age that he is now. You know what yeah. I mean? It helped it. it helped he helped him unlock it at, at a different level. Like the old Chris Paul. Huh? Yeah. So I mean, I, I like Billy Donovan. He got Zach Levine over there. He has Kobe White, mm-hmm. uh, Laurie Markkinen. He yeah. he he got some good young guys some, over there. Young squad right there. That's a young squad right there. So let's see what he can do now. Are they going to be playoff contenders? Not yet. I don't think so. Not, Not their sure. first year. If they are, I'll be surprised. I think everybody would be surprised. If they if they do, I I would be surprised. So I mean they, not, they in the right they be doing the right thing right now. In the right direction. Yeah, they're moving in the right direction. They're moving in the right direction. I don't I think they're in full rebuild mode. I mean, obviously, I don't think that having three coaches in the last what five seasons. Yeah. I don't think that that's a good look, especially with a with a with a player like um, Zach Levine. Yeah, I don't think that that's a good look because it shows no stability, especially in the front uh, for the front office. But with them coaches right there, they wasn't really solid coaches for for. I don't think Fred Hoiberg was ever the coach for the job. He was just somebody at the time. You know, they gave him opportunity. He did. I don't even want to say he did something, but you know, he fucked up. The they balls. gave him an opportunity. 
However, you know, you bring in Jim Boylan. I I don't see the job that Jim Boylan did. They were they were a laughing stock, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I I don't watch a lot of their games, so I I really can't give you an in depth. But on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. that's how it seemed to me. But <clears throat> the the you know addition of Billy Donovan. Is is huge, you know. Now sometimes it don't always fall back on the head coach, neither though. You know, they they have a whole they have a whole coaching. No, not even just that though, but they do have a whole coaching staff behind them. You know, so facts. Just because they got Billy Donovan, if that same coaching staff is there, that the other coaches had was really going to change because he's looking at them for advice. Now, don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, he's the he's the end all be all because he's the head coach. Mm -hmm. But he has to go to those other guys too. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I don't know. If if the problems are just in there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So we'll see how it goes. But you know, staying on topic of head coaches, what what are you thinking right now about the very loud rumblings of the 76ers getting Mike D'Antoni as their head coach? What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on that, Magic? I said it last time. I don't want Mike D'Antoni. He's a good coach, but I don't think the Sixers need somebody like that. We need somebody like you said, J Kid. I uh, think we talked about this before, right? On the yeah, show? we talked we about, talk about this on the show, right? Who we yeah. really want, yeah. But Mike D'Antoni is not the coach that the Sixers need. We need, like I said, a coach that's going to be on the because ass. the rumblings are getting very, very loud. At this point, it's like, like he about to be the coach. Like they about to just have a press conference any day now. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it sounds. And I don't want him to be our coach. I don't want him to be our coach. I'm cool. But with the, that. the 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 headlines a, are saying that. He um he can force James Harden. He can lure, lure not force. Well, not force, but lure James Harden to the Sixers. To the Sixers, I don't believe now, that if either. You, it, I, a lot of people don't believe it, but if you look at James Harden and his background, now that I'm not just speaking on basketball, but speaking outside of basketball, if you look at James Harden and you watch his move, I mean he he hangs with around Philly. He hangs with a lot of Philly cats. Meek, I, I'll say that. Yeah, that's true. You know he hangs okay. with the whole Dream Chasers crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong, he hangs with a lot of guys in Atlanta too. But you know him and Meek is like. Like tight Yeah they like real close So I mean That could be another aspect to it Meek could, could have some Potential You know Whisperings in his ear You know Come to Philly Especially with Meek Being close to the uh, Majority owner Yeah Oh yeah definitely You know so That that could be something That could transpire I don't know if people Have given that That idea You know I don't know if that Has clicked in a lot of people's minds But Uh When you look at these guys Not just only in the basketball aspect You look at them How they carry themselves Outside the basketball And who they hang around These outside guys Rappers can have an influence On you know Oh yeah definitely definitely. Basketball type things Because Mm -hmm. they watch basketball They watch basketball They go to the games Right yeah They people just like we are So they're fans of the sport So I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Meek would would try to lure James Harden to Philly. Of course, and he not just not just, just Meek, yeah, yeah, anybody though. Not just Meek. I mean, we got Lil Uzi. I mean, it's it's, it's a lot of other mm-hmm. artists that could potentially try to get him. You know, to seeing the benefits of Gilly. right. Yeah. yeah, we got you know. So I think that's that's an interesting thing to look at as far as James Harden coming to Philly. I mean that that's that's just one minuscule thing. Mm-hmm. That's just one minuscule <clears throat> reason that he would have to come to Philly. You know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's, it's other reasons that he would have to take into consideration, but. Having friends is is in a in a city that you're not familiar with is you know that's a starting point. That's yeah, that's a good key for you. At least you know people there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Yeah. So that's how that's how I look at it. But but we always had to trade for him though. Who would we give up? Ah. Uh, mm. mm. Tobias Harris gotta go. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. Al Hoff gotta go. 
That's how I feel. I'm willing to give Tobias another chance, though. I'm willing to give Tobias another chance because at the end of the day, Brett Brown didn't use him right. Mm-hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe Brett Brown didn't use him right. Now, Al Horford, his production just wasn't there this year. Yeah, it wasn't at all. It just was. He just did not fit on the floor. He a bench player. He did not fit on the floor at. I don't know with this team at all. It just he didn't. He looked washed, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I know he's not. And I know he's not. I know Al Horford is. For his age and at the level that he's at now in his career, at the stage he's at, you know, in his career now, mm-hmm. I know he can still put up some. He's not gonna put up monster numbers, but he's still gonna be a contributing some, guy yeah, on the playoff numbers, team. Yeah. Numbers, yeah. So, I don't want to just throw Al Horford under the bus, but he just didn't. He just was the odd man out. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just didn't fit. You know. Like I said, like Tobias Harris has the potential to fit in Philly. Like his his the player that he is. Fits the mode of a player that plays in Philadelphia. Mm. Scrappy guy, you know, he could play both 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 ends of the ball. Okay, you know, so I, I like I like Tobias Harris. I like Tobias Harris. I think he I think he blends in well with our core. A lot of people forget that he's still young himself. Yeah, yes, he he's only like 26, 27 maybe. He's so he's still in his prime. He's oh, yeah. he's in his prime. So I I I think that. I would give Tobias Harris another chance. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. So, I don't. I don't really. I don't know. I don't know, man. What you What you thinking right now? For, um, let me see. Mm, I don't know, man. They both gotta go. I'm I'm cool. I won't give him another <laughs> chance. I won't get out another chance. They gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Stephen. Give me Stephen Adams, man. Stephen Adams. Travis Steven Adams, man. Okay, so he's trying to rebuild. He shouldn't be on that team right now. Give me Steven Adams, man. That's a who's going to take. You think that Sam Presti going to take his contract? Though you think that big ass contract that I oh, forgot. You think that if they're trying to rebuild, you think Sam Presti is going to take his contract? Look, man, he a dumb motherfucker. Yeah, Sam Presti. No, he not. <laughs> okay. I like Sam Presti. Oh, we go. Ain't gonna protect I like him. Sam Presti. I ain't protecting him, but you I, know, I don't like him, man. I think he set that team up perfect for the future. Mm. With trading Paul George and getting all those picks back from Jerry West, I think that he set that team up perfectly for the future. Oh wow, they gonna get Lamelo? Mm, no, no. I mean they're not going because they're not a. They were they contended this year though. They were a playoff team, so that's not. I mean you had Chris Paul though. I didn't think Chris Paul was going to go over there and tank. That's not how it was set up in the beginning. We th- I thought the man was going. I thought he was done after this. Yeah, I mean I, I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people did, but that's why they proved them wrong. Mm-hmm. And I guess you one of those people. Yeah, he proved me wrong. <laughs> I got no problem saying it. He proved me wrong. <laughs> so I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. But back to Mike D'Antoni, though. I, I've been screaming this at the top of my lungs. I'll say for, for you. I, I don't know. Don't get him. Yeah, please don't bring Mike D'Antoni to Philly, man. I, I I don't I don't think his coaching style fits any team in the NBA that's aspiring to win championships. I'm sorry. I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it. I'm not he's, sold on Mike D'Antoni. He's just an offensive coach. He's not a defensive coach. He's not on both floors. I, I wouldn't even call him an offensive coach. He coaches literally made from from now. I, I, I don't know X's and O's. Mm-hmm. So don't get me on here, you know, trying to sound like Greg Popovich or something like that. But as a, as a as a guy who watches basketball and I know the game, mm-hmm. his style is just running gun. Yeah, basically. You know, if you shoot. If you're not shooting, yeah. If you're not shooting threes, I'm benching you. 
If you shoot in the mid range, I'm not. I, if depending on who you are, mm-hmm. I might have a problem with you. Uh, fast break, bunch of layups, but it depends. A bunch of ISO scoring, and we don't have ISO scorers on that team. No, we don't have anybody that can fit that mode. Now, if you saying hit the 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 reason for trying to get him or trying to hire Mike D'Antoni is to lure James Harden. Now, what if you don't lure James Harden? Then what? Oh yeah, then there's no point. There's no point in getting you. There's no point in having him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we don't have players that can fit that mode. Mm-mm. Mike D'Antoni hasn't coached a big man. That I'm really trying to think of a big man that he's coached that was, that was on the caliber of a Joel Embiid. Or a player that was on the caliber of a Ben Simmons. Compl- uh, don't say Kobe. I wasn't and don't say Carmelo. I wasn't. <laughs> you said a big man, right? Yeah, but I was, at first I was just gonna say player, but go ahead. Yeah, I, I did say big man, but um, what about um, he on the ladder now? Capella, there stop it. Not on the level. Of what Joel I'm just saying, he was a big man. No, I'm saying on the level of of them, though. Yeah, yeah, nobody. Teller, can you think of anybody, Teller? On the same level, on the same level of of a Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons that Mike D'Antoni has coached. Amari. Amari, ooh, ooh, I did forget about Amari. I forgot about Amari in Phoenix. I forgot about Amari. Oh shit, Sean Marion, Sean Marion. But I mean, but th- th- they're not caliber players that are you know on the same level. Maybe Amari, Amari and his yeah, prime. I mean, Amari. they're all NBA players. <sighs> True, you got one But they're different levels of NBA. I mean, we you watch the game, you know. Yeah. So th- there's different tiers of you know of NBA players. I mean, so, Amari and Sean I mean, Marion are probably Ben's level. They were, I, I don't know. I, I think they were probably <laughs> underrated for what they yeah, were. Yeah, I about to say Trix was underrated though. Trix was underrated at the position. Trix was underrated. Now Amari, considering health, Amari was a monster. Oh yeah, I'm, I agree. Amari with was yeah, a monster. So a monster, I, I, yeah. I forgot about Amari and Phoenix. So I, all right, okay. So let me scratch that. Okay, so or let me just add him to the list, Amari. Okay. But that's just one. And even then, that offense wasn't built around. But you just said name you somebody. I did, I did, I did, I did. I did. Okay, all right, I got that. I got that. I got that. So, but even still though, uh-huh. the offense wasn't built around Amari Stoudemire. Amari Stoudemire. The offense was built around Steve you know Nash. Steve Nash. So, and Steve Nash made the offense him and Amari Stoudemire and the rest of those guys too. But those were the main two focal points because Steve Nash made it that way. Mm-hmm. So my point in saying that is okay. Maybe he has like something similar with Ben Simmons. Maybe. But Ben Simmons don't shoot threes. He doesn't shoot mid. He doesn't shoot mid range shots. So y'all gonna bump heads immediately off of that aspect, mm-hmm. especially if you're trying to force that on him. Yeah, you gotta let Ben be Ben. You got yeah. So because he can score twenty five without a three pointer. He can score thirty without it. Thirty five without it. <laughs> Next time, let me finish. I can say that. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Hey. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I, I'm I'm not too sold on Mike D'Antoni, man. I'm I don't really want. I don't want him at all. I'm cool. He's not going to help them be better than what I, they I've are. I've seen a couple guys. You know, I've had exchanges with on Twitter. Follows on Twitter at America's Most Two One Five and Instagram. Same name. Yep, same name. At America's Most Two One Five. Um, you know, if you got opinions on anything otherwise that we were saying, we would love to hear it. But. You know, right now, like I said, I was having an exchange with a couple guys on Twitter, mm-hmm. and they were trying to, you know, kind of trying to sway me to the Mike D'Antoni side, but I, I just wasn't sold. Like, if you look at his reputation, not his reputation, if you look at his track record, 
his reputation in the league is he's a you know two time coach of the year, mm-hmm. coach Steve Nash. So that's a big reputation. But when you look at his, I mean, his track record of well, yeah, winning, the, the of winning, winning, but it's not there. It's not there at all. <laughs> I mean, Mm-mm. it's not there. That game, that 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 style of play doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't win you. Be- it doesn't win you meaningful basketball games. I'm sorry. And I know a lot of people who gave me flack for saying Jason Kidd, and I'm I'm still on Jason Kidd's side a little bit. But when I look at it, and this is a name that hasn't even been mentioned, Kevin McHale. Mm, that's a good name. Wow, why you fucking Kevin that McHale, one? former former coach of the Houston Rockets, uh, one of the top fifty greatest players to ever play the game. Mm. Mm. Probably best post. Best big man in the post there's ever been. Outside of Hakeem Olajuwon, I'm gonna give it to those two. And even then, I still don't. I don't know if Hakeem was better than Kevin McHale in the post. In the post, overall, he might have been, but in the post, hmm, hmm, okay. So, I mean, I think that he can take. And my reason for saying it is because I think that he can take Joel's level and be- make it. To be MVP level or just better what it is right now? Near MVP levels. Mm, I like that. I think that me personally, me personally, Man, okay. if, if 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 Kevin McHale is still the same. You have the same mindset was Right. If he still has that same mindset, like, I, like how I know him to be mm-hmm. or how I think I know him to be. He he could take Joel's game to the to totally next level. And, and I feel the same way about Jason Kidd taking Ben's game to the next level. But. Not only that, I mean, I mean, you gotta look at his reputation. Like I say, he's one of the top fifty greatest players to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. One of the best big men to ever play the game. He drafted Kevin Garnett, former coach. You know, I mean, won championships with the Celtics. The man knows his his, his stuff. Mm. Why do you think his name hasn't been um, mentioned? I don't know. I don't know why Kevin McHale's name hasn't been mentioned. Not just for this job though. His name hasn't been mentioned at all. For yeah, at all. So I don't know why Kevin McHale's name hasn't been re- hasn't been mentioned, but I actually like Kevin McHale though. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong; he hasn't done. It's not like he's a super duper hot commodity in the league, but I like Kevin McHale though. Yeah, but I like still. Kevin McHale, and I think that that's a, a interesting look. Mm. Okay, that's not bad. No, so I know you were high on Mark Jackson. <laughs> still is, but I see why you see Jason Kidd though. I actually, if we don't get him, I feel like we're not gonna get. Mark Jackson, I like kid. I don't know, man. The rumblings, like I said, of of your boy is is, is pretty high, man. They they starting to call him. They give him a nickname now. Mm. They give him MDA. Mm. I had never heard that before. I never heard of that before. Either. I had never heard that before. I was on Twitter talking to you know few of the few of the guys, mm. and MDA is the thing on Twitter. So okay. I'm gonna just call him Dan Tony. <laughs> that's what his mama named him. I'm gonna name him Dan Tony. We won't call him Dan Tony. We won't call him Dan Tony. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but moving on to the to the biggest thing, in my opinion, in sports, oh. or the hottest thing in sports to me. Oh man, I think I know what you about to say. Was LeBron James losing MVP? How did they give it to Giannis again? Why did they give it to Giannis again? What have he done better than LeBron this year? Before the season shut down officially, I thought that Brian He had it in the bag. I won't say he had it in the bag. He had it in the bag. I'ma say it. You gotta say it. I'ma say it. He had it in the bag. 
I think that Brian was was pulling away with it. He was starting to pull away with it with those last two, with those last wins that he had. I think they had like they went on like three games where they went like crazy. Mm-hmm. They had beat Clippers, then they beat the Bucks, and there was another team that had beat prior to facing those two. But you know he was he was establishing himself as MVP as an MVP. Mm-hmm. So if we looking at it, if we looking at the totality of work before the bubble. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Brian had it locked up. I mean, yeah, let's like you just said. I feel like Brian had it locked up. That's what I said. Like he had it locked. Like y'all really robbed him. And then Le- for him to be in second place, what leading the league in assists, he's leading the team who d- hasn't made the playoffs since two thousand twelve, thirteen, maybe thirteen. Yeah, twelve, thirteen. Mm-hmm. Hasn't won a championship since two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Hasn't That's been to time. the hasn't been to the Western Conference Finals since two thousand ten. I mean. They were the laughing stock of the NBA a few years ago. Let's not let's not act like we didn't know this. Yeah, when they just had lines on them and all the damn rookies. Not even just them. When they, when had, they had uh DeAndre Russell, Russell and Kobe was hurt. And you know, yeah. they were just the laughing stock of the league. And Kobe was so old and mm-hmm. how he couldn't play no more and should hang it up. And D'Angelo Russell leaking tapes and shit. So I mean, they were the laughing stock of the league. And to 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 see where LeBron has elevated that team, they're number they're the number one. Team, they're the number one team in the West. Number two team in all the NBA. Yeah, he's leading the league in assists. Mm-hmm. He he has, in my opinion, the defensive player of the year on his team. And Anthony Davis, in my opinion, I felt like they should have been defensive player of the year MVP. I feel like the Lakers had it locked up this year, for real. And they both lose those awards to the same player, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think that's strange, though. I ain't gonna hold you. How you lose both of them awards to one the same same player? They got and, bounced out what the second round? Yeah, so just just to see how LeBron has taken that team and and put that team on his back is it was for him not to win MVP this year, it was it was flabbergasting to me. So he even said I'm pissed. Yeah, I mean, even you mean look like you said, looking at his reaction, I was actually about to get into that. Mm-hmm. Looking at his reaction, I feel like he really felt some type of way that yeah. he didn't get it this year. He can say he's fine, but as a player, as a competitor, you knew that you deserved that award. After that interview, you saw in his face like, yeah, all right, now now y'all just playing with me. Yeah, so I mean, I also didn't know that the year it was that 2013, like he said. 2013 was it? That he had a chance. He won MVP. And he had a chance to win defensive player. Of the year. He finished second defensive player of the year voting to Marcus Gasol. Marcus Gasol, yeah, won. he made All NBA defensive second, the second, second team, and yeah. he won defensive player of the year that of the year. year. Yeah, that was I weird. did not know that. Yeah, that was corny. I did not know that. That year, I actually did see LeBron. I'm not even a LeBron fan, but he did deserve MVP that year. That was weird. You mean I mean the, defense, uh, defensive, defensive player of the year? year? Yeah, he definitely deserved it. He was doing, yeah. I, I, that was weird to me. That was weird, duh. Again, that was weird when I found out. I'm like, damn, really? Did I miss the, you know, the all NBA teams, the all defensive teams that year? I, no, I, I, I watched basketball, right? Yeah, I'm, so I, I, ain't, I ain't missed that one. I'm like, did I, did I miss the teams announcement or something? I did not know Marcus Gasol was on the all defensive second team that year, but mm-hmm. he won Defensive Player of the Year. Yep, he definitely did. So I don't know. That was strange to me, but. With that being said, on a, on a you know on the on him finding that information out and mm-hmm. you know his reaction to that, yeah, they have to face the Denver Nuggets, a team that been coming back from two playoff series already. And I, I, I mean, 
they won one game, but that first game. Mm. <sighs> well, I think it was the second. What it was the second game when he hit that buzzer beater? Bron snapped in that first game though, and I feel like he took it out on Denver. His frustrations of not oh, winning. Oh yeah, MVP, everybody said that. Yeah, everybody. Definitely took, I mean, everybody did say that, but you could tell that though. Oh yeah, yeah. You watched that game; it was personal. You could tell, like he was, he was out for vengeance. He was out for blood against Denver, and he just. I mean, I feel like. In his mind, he was facing Giannis in the Bucks, mm-hmm. and they just had on different Nugget uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. You know what I'm saying? So Brown went off. He went off. So I mean, we're gonna see how this how this series plays out. I'm not gonna like I said, I'm not gonna count them out yet because the series not over. Oh, the series over. I'm not gonna count them out yet because the series not over. Oh. L- look, listen to Magic. Series over, y'all. It's over. We're gonna see. Okay. You know, and speaking of Giannis. Unfollowed all his teammates, all his Bucks teammates. Well, he followed everybody. He unfollowed everybody on Instagram, mm-hmm. including his Bucks teammates. Let's just say that. Okay. So, do you think that's a sign of things to come? Do you think he's out of Milwaukee, I or do you think he has faith and he'll, you know, stick to? I don't think he's out of Milwaukee just yet. He's gonna stay with that. team. You think he's gonna stick to fear in the deer? Yeah, he's gonna fear the deer forever. He's, gonna- <laughs> <laughs> he's not going nowhere. I think at that time he just. He got frustrated. He got eliminated. He just needed his space. He's like, you know, what? I just don't, I don't want to be bothered with none of y'all. So unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. That's why I think it could, it could Listen, be that a take a lot of time to unfollow hey, all them dude, people. Hey, you really gotta hit that joint a couple more, a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it was personal, but still, I think he just needed to step away from the media right. and yeah, Instagram yeah. and all that. And all he wanted to see was his family. I mean, because yeah. that, that's all he followed, which is cool. Well, I understand that. Now I didn't look. I looked at that part of it, but. Mm-hmm. To unfollow that many people That was I mean but At the same time You know The repercussions Of being on social media Yeah you know People gonna talk about it Oh Giannis did that Okay cool He didn't wanna see The criticisms But that's That's part of being A basketball player You know what I mean And that's another reason why I don't wanna say this Because I don't wanna be You know <laughs> Criticizing him In that way But that's another reason Why I would say He's not on the same LeBron He's not on the same level As LeBron Because criticism Criticism or not, LeBron has faced it. Well, then, what, two years ago, LeBron kind of unfollowed Cleveland Cavaliers? He unfollowed Cleveland. I'm just saying he still did it. He unfollowed Cleveland. <laughs> well, come on, man. I'm not going to pick up. nobody coming to Cleveland, and ain't nobody coming to Milwaukee. So, with that being said. They, oh, whoa, whoa, hold on now, because they did have talks and rumors that they do want to get Chris Paul. But that's not, that's not, and free agency, that's do trade. All right, so that nobody's he's not going to get anybody to come there unless it's through trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't care, but because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Buck fan, I'm not. I'm not going to my Bucks fan, but he see they might can try. I don't understand why. I agree with you, but hey, right? I mean, he's on that one. I don't know. I don't know. Uh nobody's coming to Milwaukee. I, I'll just say that. I don't think that they're going to put the. They they said that they're going to spend the money to put the right pieces around them, but I just don't see that team going anywhere. I'm not to say that small markets can't win, but I don't. I don't think. I I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Small markets can't win. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. So that's how we starting off, guys. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with you guys in a second. And we are back, guys, just like that. Um. You know, before the break ended, you know, before oh, the break. Oh, yeah, I wanted to holler at you real fast about something. What? How you feel about the media talking about uh, Kyrie? 
you know, multiple people saying, you know, during, you know, because the Heat and the Celtics and the Celtics is losing right, 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 now. right. Actually, yeah. How I you feel about that, man? That. Being that the Celtics are in the headlines, it seems like Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving's ghost is still haunting the Celtics. Yes. Why? I don't know. Seems like he's still a bad teammate and, and all that. I said this. I said this. What, last week? Who was just sitting there? Actually, I know. It was actually a couple days ago. Because we were watching the last uh, game, remember? Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that was last week, technically. No, not really. Because they playing today. We, what? It's Friday. They play, what, Wednesday, I think? I ain't watched that game then. That's not the game I'm talking about. I'm talking about when we was, at, when we was chilling gotcha. for my birthday party. I remember. It was last week. <laughs> birthday party. Okay. Okay, he's hype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, seriously. Um... I said this last week that I felt like with the Celtics being in the Eastern Conference Finals, if something traumatic happened with them as far as basketball, that they were going to find a way to bring up Kyrie Irving and blame it on him. And as they did today. And, and I said that the that the that you know the headline would go like this. The Boston Celtics are still suffering from the lingering effects of Kyrie Irving's negative energy. Here's how he did it. And we heard that today with Max saying exactly the same thing you just said. It, so it amazed me, man. For some reason, even if they mention Kemba Walker, they gonna mention Kyrie. They have to mention the fact that, well, yeah, he's not a better player. He's not a better player. Kemba was a better. He's not leader a better to the pl- team because he talks to the team and brings a uh, right. positive vibe. Kyrie didn't do that. Like, he he doesn't equate to Kyrie Irving as far as basketball skills, but he's a way better leader. He's a way better this. He can he can do this, and he he's more coachable. Why does that? Ha- Kyrie's not hasn't been playing. Kyrie didn't come back to the bubble. No, he didn't. Kyrie not. You know what I mean? He hasn't been in the playoffs. Kyrie been done before the the before, before the bubble even came about. Actually, I'm glad you just said that about the bubble. Hold on, actually, I'm not the hold on. Okay, no, hold no, on. I'm going to do your thing. I don't, I don't get why. Does Kyrie Irving still bother the media? I, I mean, at this point, I really just don't get it. It's, I don't know. Is they really bashing Kyrie for real? For what? I don't know. So, hey, you know what? It's kind of sound familiar though, because media used to bash Kobe too a lot. Yeah, but not like that though. Not like how they bashing Kyrie. They did. They did. I mean, you know, once Kobe. once Kobe gave them a reason, or once AI. you know, I can I can equate it to something like how not on the same level, but in terms of them constantly, constantly, constantly. It, even if it doesn't have anything to do with him, they, they still, still bring up. His they name. still mention his name. That is annoying as hell. Like, why do you keep on mentioning my name? Why do you keep mentioning this man? I don't, I really don't get it. And I don't know Kyrie Irving personally, but he's definitely one of my favorite players in the league. And it bothers me to see that. It does. It bothers me to see that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, for a guy who seems so humble, for a guy who seems, especially a young guy, you know what I mean? He's uh-huh. still Kyrie's still young. For a guy who's who seems like he has a good head on his shoulder, he's intelligent. And for you know, for people to try to discredit him, I've seen I've seen people try to uh, discredit his 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 intelligence. Like yeah, like he's slow or something. Like, like he's like he dumb or something. I've seen him do I that on first take. I mean, Will Kane, <laughs> stick it. I mean, I, I, Perk. <laughs> yeah, Kendrick Perkins. I mean, Disre- yo, the disrespect that came the, out of his the mouth. Disrespect on Kyrie Irving, especially over since he's left Boston 
Or since he's, you know, since he's been in Boston, especially that last year he was in Boston. He was only in Boston for two years, but two that years, last yeah. year that he was in Boston. Oh, they gave him hell. I mean, the hate on Kyrie was ridiculous. And it's still happening today. Like. And it's still happening. And speaking on Kyrie Irving, he's a guy, you know, we spoke on, you know, multiple things happening since the last time we spoke to you guys. The grand jury has decided not to indict the cops who shot Breonna Taylor in her own home. Prior to the start of the bubble, Kyrie Irving thought that it was a bad idea for any of the NBA players to even go back to the bubble or to participate in any games because of the, as what he called it, as systematic bullshit. I hold on. I see. Before he said that, I did see the same. That's like the NBA. Because you remember we had this conversation, should the NBA come back? I said no, right. because it's going to take away about the important stuff that's going on now. And for Kyrie to say that, and then, you know, what happened with Jacob Blake. Right, that, it's been, it's that, been that's, multiple that's incidents happening since why then. he said, don't come back. Right. Y'all the distraction right now. Right. And then, but listen, though, speaking on that, I feel like they all owe, oh, they owe him an apology. A huge apology because there's been multiple incidents that's happened since that, since since the start of the bubble. The bubble. Mm-hmm. And you look back at Kyrie Irving's comments and you look at the things that's, that's transpired since then. You, I mean, recently we have the grand jury decided not to indict any of the other shooters or the cops. "Quote unquote," that shot Brianna Teller. There's up. also information. It's a, it's a, it's a bunch of stuff going on. You know, I, I don't yeah. really want to get too deep into it right now, but that happened. You have the shooting of Jane, of Jacob Blake Jacob in Blake? Kenosha, yeah. Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been multiple things that have gone that has been going on. George Floyd. Yes. I mean, it's been, and these mm. are the things that's just posted. That's just. Posted in the media yeah. It's probably other shit That's going on in your neighborhood Right now that going on The right? world don't even know about But it's, it's on the same level as that You know what mm-hmm. I mean So With those things happening and, and Kyrie Irving saying You know I don't think that we should go back And the systematic bullshit And so on and so on When the Jacob Blake situation happened Everybody wanted to drop their jerseys And oh, drop the basketball And boycott They want to get praise to the team But Kyrie Ben said this though yeah, they wanted to give praise to certain players and y'all, certain things that fit the narrative. That's that's what this is all about. Y'all praise them, but then when he been say that, y'all don't want to get credit. But you know what? Them. It all fits a narrative. That's what it's all about. That's it's good. all about a narrative. That's good for the media, man. That's, that's all it's about. It's all about the narrative and the people that control the narrative, whoever they are. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to. Give credit where credit is due And I don't like that man Because that's not fair You know And I feel like a lot of players A lot of media members They, they owe Kyrie Irving an apology Because the things that he spoke about Was true You know what I mean Us playing basketball Or them playing basketball it Was a destruction Like he said I won't say that Well it, it was It was Because and I don't want to use has use him as an example, but he's mm-hmm. one of the front. He's one of the guys that's on the front line, quote unquote, yeah. whatever the front line may be to some people. Excuse me. Uh huh. To actually what stand up for what's going on? Or? Yeah, you know, uh, I, like I said, I don't want to use the guy as an example, but LeBron James. If you're, you know, you're outspoken about social justice, uh, no. social justice, and everything. Uh huh. So you should be one of those guys that's on the front lines. You should be one of those guys that's out there in the city in the trenches with these with these protesters. Protesters. I don't want to call them rioters, but yeah, these protesters. protesters 
with these protesters. You know what's going on in Cleveland? Like, come on, man. Yeah, like, you know, you should be on the front line. Mm-hmm. And you playing basketball, if 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 social activism is what you wanna, you know, speak on. Yeah. How is how is you playing the game? Don't get me wrong, basketball or sports in general is the one thing that we we have on common ground. No matter what color you are, no matter your nationality, no matter your gender, you know, sexuality, that's the one thing that we all have on common ground. Facts. So Sports bring us, brings us all together. That I cannot disagree with. But what I do disagree with is uh-huh. the fact that if you're going to speak on those social issues, if you're a, like a LeBron James. A leader of that organization, basically. Right. Why aren't you on the front lines? Like how, like how now I don't know if Kyrie is on the front lines. Uh-huh. I don't know. But we don't need to know. If he's out there, he's out there. You know what yeah, I mean? He's everything, doing, he's every, doing, he's doing. everything ain't for show. Facts. I'm saying, Cat, 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 Cat was on the front lines. Mm-hmm. We a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't still don't know what what's Cap doing. What, what Cap is doing behind the scenes, but he's doing shit. Mm-hmm. He's not, not just. You know what I mean? And I'm not Instagram saying. And and I'm, I'm not saying that people like you know. I'm not saying that LeBron James and people like LeBron James who he's has not doing the, that. I'm not saying that they're not doing it, but if you're gonna do something for the greater good, mm-hmm. do it for the greater good. And I spoke on this before. Don't just do it for the show. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't just do it for the clout. You know, really, really, really stand behind something. I'm not saying that he's not, but the optics of it is you're only doing it for they basically doing it just for a check for the nar- not even not, for not, the money, not, not even for I the money. On the, uh, the narrative of what's going on, of what's going on. Nothing. You. you get what I'm saying? No. Nah. And it's like you got people that's out here willing to give up everything they have. Mm-hmm. You have people out here that that's giving up everything that they have mm. to fight for this. People that's dead in the grave, they they not coming back. At all, they're gone. They did all they fighting. You know what I mean? And they, they sacrificed everything they love for this, for us to get to where we need to go. And it's not just police brutality. Mm-hmm. They, and I I hate people keep saying, oh, well, you're, speak, you're only speaking up on police brutality. No, it's not they're not. Just that. It's not just that. Those are the things that's happening. Because And people are well, Why are they only speaking up on that Why aren't they speaking up On black on black crime We know there's black on black crime Yeah we definitely need to stop that We too. know like, that But that's, that's a It sucks to say But mm-hmm. that's an in-house problem That's something that we have to deal with On the inside That's something we have to deal with Facts You know what I mean That's something That's that's a that's a community thing mm-hmm. That's something we have to stop doing As black people Stop killing each other That's something we have to figure out That's a problem that But also I'm gonna look at it, you know, from from their perspective. No, uh-huh. there aren't enough people who's who's speaking on black on black crime. Yeah, because there is a lot of it. That is a lot. Yeah, I'm you not know? lying about that one. You know, we 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 have the highest crime rate against each other than any other people. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. So the statistics say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so that's what the statistics say. Mm-hmm. So there, that problem has to be figured out. And I hope it is, you know, before my lifetime is up. But, you know, we shall see. But as far as the police killing us, you're supposed to be the protectors of our communities. You're supposed to be the protectors of our kids, of our our grandmothers, our aunts, uncles. You're supposed to help us, not kill us. You know what I mean? Right. So you judging a person based off how they look or, you know, you taking your badge your the thing that protects you and not from you. from the law because you, you are the law, mm-hmm. you using it and abusing it against 
the citizens of America. Exactly. Because that's what we all are at the end of the day. Citizens mm, of America. We're we're all one thing. You know what I mean? And it's fucked up that we we're we're all one thing, but we're really not all one thing. Yeah, because we all we all don't go by the same rules. And yeah, the, all rules don't apply to the, to everybody. Yep. So some something's got to be done. Yeah. And I I hope that more people like Kyrie Irving stand up and 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 really give their voice. Mm-hmm. To these type of matters Because Your your voice does matter You yeah. know what I mean If you're a celebrity you're People listen People in the media Try to make it seem as though Kyrie's wrong for saying What he's saying He's not Oh well he doesn't have He doesn't have the the You know The education to speak about The, the issues that he's speaking about He He's writing long posts On Instagram And he's just rambling He has no idea What he's talking about He's going off a topic If he's writing it He knows what's going on That's your opinion if you didn't want to take the time to read what Kyrie Irving had to say, that's on you. Yeah. You didn't have to read it. If it was too long, clearly you, oh, I'm not reading this. Mm-hmm. And you're going to keep scrolling or you're going to keep going on about your day. It was meant for people that's going to read it. It was meant for those of us who's willing to read it, mm-hmm. who's willing to, you know, to listen, to read, to learn. You know what's going on. Give me more facts. If he know more than I know, then you know, you know what's going on. And... It's, it's 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 just sad, man. It's just sad, like I said. And it's not. It's it's other people out there like Kyrie Irving who people don't give because of enough credit for because of the popular opinion. The popular opinion right now is mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving is a bad teammate. He's a bad guy. He thinks the Earth is flat. Yeah. It, oh, it all started because oh of my flirt. god, the yeah. Earth is flat. You know, so they're just ripping Kyrie right now. That's the that's the that's the hottest thing in the in the media as far as especially in NBA culture. Mm-hmm. That's the hot thing to do, so I mean, I I hope it I hope it stops because Kyrie doesn't deserve that. He he seems like a good guy. He do. Seems like just a regular relaxed person. That's it. Yeah. So, and I I definitely think he's he's an intelligent person. Because um, mm-hmm. if he didn't, he wouldn't you know say some of the stuff that he says. Yeah. People don't say stuff with, without no cause, without no reason, mm-hmm. without no evidence to back it up, or at least I hope they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, because I fact check for real. Now people might say Well did you fact check If the earth was flat I personally don't believe The earth is flat But you know He could have been trolling uh, I don't know He said that several times I don't think he's trolling I think he probably did Do his research hey. I, don't, I don't know I don't, I don't know think the I've never flat. been in outer space So Facts. I don't know of, It could be for all I'm I know I'm scared of So you already know I ain't going <laughs> <laughs> It could be for all I know So I don't know man I I, I hope there's Away, not even just like I said, not even just in the NBA world, but for everything that's going yeah. on, not even just sports, for everything that's going on, I hope there's a way to figure out how to fix the relations between. What's like, what are we gonna do for that next step? No, I just hope there's a way to figure out finally, because I mean, I don't, I don't ever think there's going to be a meaningful relationship between. Black citizens and the police, as a whole, as a whole. When yeah. you look at the big uh-huh. picture, when you look at the grand scheme of things, uh-huh. overall, yeah, I think it's still gonna have that fifty-fifty. Black Americans are the target, basically. Judged right, they are judged prematurely, mm-hmm. especially in the eyes of the law. Yeah, definitely. Whether if it's by cops, whether if it's by judges. Mm-hmm. District attorneys, attorneys, 
All of them. You know, we are all judged prematurely. I could I could have tattoos up and down my face and all over my body, mm-hmm. and I could be the sweetest man in the world. But to somebody that might think I look scary, well, oh, he look, did it. Well, you look like a thug. He did it. Yep, you did it. Mm-mm. He did. It. He stole that candy out of the store. I seen him. I seen him. He stole that little girl teddy bear. He did it. <laughs> he did it. He was with I don't to laugh, but that's that's basically how it is. Yeah. So I mean, that's sad, man. It is, but you know, we we pray for better days, man. We pray for better days every day. And you know, just like that, guys, we're happy to be back with you. Yes, we missed you. Missed you a lot. And we we hope you tuned in tonight. We appreciate you guys for continuing to listen. Mm-hmm. And just like that, we out. We out. Hi, Tupac. How you doing? Can you tell me how you doing today? Well, I just had to listen to the uh, prosecution's closing argument, and it was just so far from the truth that it really just has me drained at the end of the day. But I'm leaving it in the hands of the jury. I'm learning a lot about people's innermost fears in this trial because as far it's not even about my trial no more. It's just about loud rap music tattoo having thugs it's not even about me no more it's about you know some nightmare that these people having she's talking about thug life and all that trying to um he's definitely guilty anybody with thug life tattooed on their stomach is guilty what type of reasoning is that you know what i'm saying we got different backgrounds we come from two different places just because i look different than her doesn't mean that i'm a sodomizer or a raper They've said it in the, I can't understand why it's this close. They talking about there's no evidence that I ever sodomized it, even though you put that all over the paper. And every time they take a quote out of this courtroom, they take a quote from out of her mouth, which is, you know, the stuff to put me in jail. It's nothing that's been true. I just want print the facts so everybody can sort it out. My life is ruined because nobody has a chance to get the facts. And the fact is that there was no semen no found. No semen found, no forcible entry, no entry into the anal, no nothing, none of that. You know, No fingerprints on the no gun. No fingerprints on the guns, you know what I'm saying? The only time ever there was an act of sodomy, she admitted she did it to me. I should be, you know, putting charges on this girl who sodomized me on the floor of a dance club. Why am I in court? You know what I'm saying? Get my life ripped apart. But I'm here, I'm gonna go through it just to show that I have faith in the American system, but for me to have faith in the American system, these juries and everybody else has to, you know what I'm saying, play the same role and to keep an open mind. I'm already convicted. My whole life has been turned around. I lost every job. I lost everything, every opportunity. I can't get, can't get buy cars, can't get rent, can't get none of that. But I'm still a survivor. You know, I'm still coming to court, still smiling, still signing autographs. But soon I'm going to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's up to the world. You know, America eats its babies. We, I'm, No matter what y'all think about me, I'm still your child. You know what I'm saying? You can't just turn me off like that.